The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. It's the Syrupy Show. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to be very sappy today. Uh, well, I forgot last week. We talked about it last week, and I was um, doing a lot of work before the first boil. Yep. And uh, this week I've actually boiled, and I opened up the store. And so, um, uh, generally speaking, you know, I'm not hawking stuff. No. But uh, yet, on this particular show... <laughs> I'm going to mention that if you go to bobrivers.blog, bobrivers.com, or bobandzip.com, or what an ass he was, I'm so glad he retired.com, one of those, go to one of those places, uh, you'll see the link for Bob and Lisa's maple syrup. Yes, he's a a boil on your tail that you don't want to talk about. That's right. We should do an obvious parody song, Sap Man. Sap Man! No, perhaps not. Because he's the um, sap man. Anyway, it is maple syrup oh, time. Oh, there's another one, yes. And, and I do apologize that we're, we're going to, each day we'll probably pick a different week to record the podcast. So if you're not getting it when you usually do, have no fear. We're working on it. Also want to mention, uh, and I haven't said this in a long time, that if you would like to get in touch with us, I've not given out the email address in months. Yeah. Our webmaster pointed out that I'm terrible at promotion. Bob the sap at neglect.com. <laughs> yes. And it's true because uh, in the years of doing a radio show, there were, you know, that was someone else's department. Yes. Um, and I was better at it when all I had to do was ask someone else to do it. You're wearing too many hats now. Or my hat blew off and I don't give a shit. One of the other... <laughs> That's what I say every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, if you're, if you, uh, a couple of things, you can always reach us. We haven't had a, uh, emails in a while because I haven't given out the address. Yeah. You can always reach us show at bobandzip.com. And you can always find us not just on uh, wherever you get your podcasts, but also at bobrivers.com and bobrivers.blog. And to our Patreons, I believe we got one new Patreon. Uh huh. Uh, and that is so kind. Uh, we do appreciate it. We're not, you know, look, we're not in this for the money. But over time, things like web hosting, uh, domain names. Um, Maintenance. Well, it, it, it's like Google, you know. Yeah. I, I don't even think about it because they just deduct it from my account every Automatically, month. Automatically, yeah. Yeah. But my wife thinks about things like that. Um, <laughs> Thank God. One of these days, I'm going to actually look at all the recurring transactions. Yes. And I'll have to uh, face reality. Yeah. The uh, people that do mail email us are, are quite kind, though. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by that. Oh, yeah. We've, we've had some great ones. So we do appreciate hearing from you. Show at bobandzip.com. And all three of us get whatever you email about. And, you know, if you want to debate something you heard on the show, feel free. Uh, if you want to add uh, a point of view you feel was missed... I was going to say there many times they're more insightful than the hosts. Quite right. honestly, quite often, yes. Uh, and by the way, if you want Scam Elliot to answer your phone, you know, Ed, you've been really kind. Anyone who's asked you for a phone answering machine uh, message, you have done it for them, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I have. So if someone emails you, do you just email it back to them? It, it shows up in what they now call a MP3, Bob. That's so nice of you. I do believe you should hold that to just the people who are Patreons. Okay. But, well, that's basically what I do. Okay. What's the cash value on this, Ed? I'm just curious. It's almost tax season. <laughs> if you're feeling guilty and you want to throw eight bucks into the Patreon tip jar every month, it's uh, 
patreon.com slash Bob Rivers. Okay, so to get started today, we're going to have Spike O'Neill join us at some point. Hey. My son, Andrew Rivers, who's on tour, I think somewhere near, he's either in Baltimore or Virginia. Somewhere in the eastern seaboard, because he's going to come and visit afterwards, uh, will also be joining us. Isn't that where Spike uh, hails from initially? Uh, Spike is Baltimore. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Still has the accent. (laughs) So, obviously, big things have happened in the world since our last podcast with the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, I'm sorry. I'd like to be fair-minded, so I'll call it the Russian peacekeeping mission to Ukraine. Sarcastically. Uh, And... The nature of a podcast is a lot of people listen on the day it comes out, but a lot of people listen over the next few weeks. The nature of our podcast, of course, is we're certainly not experts. We're experts at commentary, experts, I think, at kindness, empathy, understanding, looking at all points of view, and then ripping them to shreds with jokes. (laughs) I think that's what yes. we are. Okay, yeah. so so uh, we'll talk about it. Understand that at the time of this podcast recording, it's unknown how's this how this is going to go. Um, how do you pronounce the capital city? Is it Kiev? Kiev. It's Kiev. Okay, I've heard it both. I've heard it both too. It's like Omicron, Omicron. It took yeah. me two weeks to realize that people <laughs> were going to call it whatever they wanted. So tonight. As this is being recorded, the fear is that uh, Russia will take over that city, uh, decapitate the government, figuratively or literally. Or literally, yeah. And um, we are entering uncharted territory. And it seems a very tepid response from around the globe. Does that uh, does that seem right to you? That it's tepid? Well... But when you hear the president of the Ukraine on there saying, guys, these sanctions are useless unless you do them now, the week before. You're right. And by the way, if my house was on fire and you weren't sending fire trucks right to my house, (laughs) yes, I would be upset. You know, and how did, you know, air superiority, how does Russia get air superiority when we have such, I know they're not a NATO country, but we have far superior air uh, strength. Are you speaking as a Canadian? Or is you speaking? Are you speaking? You have both passports now. <laughs> Only one, Bob. Okay. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's start there with the uh, look. We're just regular people, and uh, how much do we know about the military? Not much. Whatever they want to tell us in the narratives that are in the news. But one thing I think we can say is that if we go to war to defend another country that we don't have a treaty with, that we're not obligated to, it opens up the possibility of a much bigger problem, potentially a world war. And what's going on is so destabilizing already that, um, believe it, I don't don't have any answers, uh, but I don't think that's the answer. So, one I, thing, I, I, yeah, okay, I was just going to say one thing that is, that is very curious to me. I mean, a lot of it has to do with 
you know, everything has to do with finances. And today, the stock market here had a huge day. Yeah, massive day. I don't get it. Oh, I, I don't do. get it. Oh. Yeah, buying in low from the crash. The well, so stock markets, uh, stock markets are a lot about psychology. And so uh, think about uh, herding cattle. Or Freak cats. the cattle out, get them to run away, and then pay half as much to get them back. <laughs> <laughs> CNN now has a fear and greed meter yes. on there. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> Is awesome. it color-coded? That's hilarious. Yes. I did not know uh, that. I am not <laughs> watching any cable news, by the way, because I leave, leave it to everyone else. Um, but all, continue. Go ahead. Well, all of that stuff, all of these narratives are to hurt us. The stock market, uh, fear creates a sell-off. And then the bottom line is that most people think, most people who are reasonably smart and control the levers of economic power believe, and in fact, there was an article looking at a study of how the stock market typically reacts to war. Mm-hmm. And it isn't bad. War doesn't crash the stock market. War is a part of... You know, the dynamics of tribalism at work. Uh, and as long as it doesn't get too serious, um, it basically creates a lot of manufacturing. And if you invest in the industrial <laughs> yes, military industrial, complex, yeah. you'll make out like a bandit. Yeah. And, uh, and so I, I don't know enough about economics to really educate you on that, but I would, I would recommend Googling it and, and learning a little bit. Do not accept what you see on cable news, which is just designed to entertain you to herd you, you know, if you're watching Fox, it's designed to make sure you think it's partly Biden's fault. If you're watching CNN, uh, um, you know, it's Biden's doing a great job. Um, The truth is, uh, and and if I could open a cable news network, um, I would call it the uh, WDK, and it would be We Don't Know. (laughs) nobody would watch because none of my hosts would pretend they know shit that they don't actually fucking know it would be the constant maple syrup commercials that would drive them away Bob by the way BobRivers.blog or BobRivers.com maple syrup pre-sales on order now take a time out for a quick message yes no but you see what I'm saying so and when you look at the really the smartest commentators you can find usually uh, people like Thomas Freeman, the New York Times, super educated. Um, in fact, his column uh, today basically says we don't know uh, in much flowery uh, language. The column is called We Have Never Been Here Before. The hell we haven't. Note that most commentary you read says, well, when this happens, this usually happens. Or he could do this or he could do that. Precedent. Yeah, yeah, he said we've never seen this play before. Mm. Basically, it's an 18th century land grab by a 21st century superpower in a globalized world. And this is the first war that will be covered by TikTok. Mm-hmm. Super empowered individuals armed only with smartphones. So acts of brutality will be documented and broadcast worldwide without any editors or filters. And there's warning labels across the bottom of the Chiron. Is there? On TikTok? Not TikTok, but any of the footage that is shot by TikTok or by social media that they air says, hey, warning, this is graphic. Oh. 
Did you see the one where the tank ran over the car? That was really big today. No, I did not. I had to turn it off because Lizzie kept crying. So. Oh, she's so sensitive. Yeah, she is. That's Very a good woman you got there. Yeah. Thank you. I think so, too. Now I feel for her and how bad she feels about this. Yeah, and I think children are affected by it, too. Um, I would think big time. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I remember as a kid when the riots were happening in Detroit, that scared the daylights out of me. Mm. You're talking about the various Detroit wars where they tipped over cars after championships No, I'm not talking about the bad boys era okay. of basketball, Bob. Yeah. I'm talking about the actual riots of 60s. Oh, the real so, riots. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. And because as a kid, you think they're going to come through the tunnel or across the bridge and get right. you, you know. Right. When you're hearing gunfire and seeing flames Jesus. on the on the uh, the skyline, and you're sitting down at the river, and you live three blocks off the river. You don't know what the hell's going to happen to you. Right. So a lot of those feelings came back. I watched uh, Stephen Colbert uh, show on the, uh, I believe, the second night, might have been last night's show. And he had an amazing guest. Uh, she works for a news uh, group called, I mean, let me get the name of it so I get her correctly. Her name is Julia Loff. Uh, she's Russian, Russian-born American journalist, became a founding partner in a Washington uh, news site called Puck, P-U-C-K. Oh. Have you heard of it? No, I just uh, she's a spy, is what you say. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, she's brilliant. Uh, look. If you have a chance, go check her segment out on Colbert because she's so familiar with Putin and so familiar with all of this that she doesn't give the stock answers. Oh, that's good. And like that. yeah, she she also touches on something that is part of brain science, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna end up quoting uh, an author who's a University of Washington professor and a friend of our, our show in Seattle named John Medina um, about the brain science of power. And uh, there's a whole chapter in his new book, by the way. Um, the book is Brain Rules for Work. You can order it on Amazon or anywhere you want to order it. And basically, scientists are studying what happens to human beings who get power over other human beings. And it turns out, measurably, without our own, even without us intending to, people who have power over others develop less empathy and less of an ability to understand how their actions hurt others. And uh, power can be defined a bunch of different ways. I mean, they... They've done experiments based on who was richer or poorer, who was uh, a prisoner versus a guard, hmm. and huge evil dictators like Idi Amin. Yeah. Remember Idi Amin? Idi Amin oh, Dada. Yeah. Use my whole name, Bob. Yeah. In the <laughs> Ugandan dictator Idi Amin. Uh, in the 1970s, he was notorious for corruption, eccentricity, and brutality. Yes. Do you remember his nickname? No. Oh, the... Um, you got the, it. Uh, the the uh, Butcher of butcher. Uganda. Yeah, that's right. He killed hundreds of thousands of people. He was, a uh, direct quote from the book, extremely sexually active. Oh, boy. Had six wives, fathered 54 children. <laughs> 
by the way, his official title, which he created. Of course, like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. His Excellency President for Life, Field Marshal Al-Haji Dr. Idi Amin Dada, VC, DSO, MC, Lord of all the beasts of the earth and fishes of the seas and conqueror of the British Empire in Africa in general and Uganda in particular. Oh, and by the way, he said, I'm also the King of Scotland. <laughs> yes. And depicted in the movie of the same name, by the way. Oh? Yes. You saw the movie? Uh, King of Scotland, yes. I own it. Oh. So, using him as just a, a start-off example, what seems to happen to people, and I think it's pretty—it's a pretty good case this has happened to Putin, is that as you get absolute power mm-hmm. and absolute money, by the way, there is a reason they call them oligarchs. Yep. Um, you, you know, Putin... I think he can pay himself whatever he wants to pay, right? <laughs> and I laugh when they th- when they threaten sanctions against him personally, like they could find his money. <laughs> yeah, I think that's meant to annoy him. Yes, more than anything. Well, because it, it, you know he's got accounts so many places. You take you took some of them. It's going to piss him off. Yeah. It, it is said he may be worth two hundred billion. Yeah. Whew. That's a lot of dough. Wow. That would be, that would actually be more than Elon Musk, right? I don't know. I could quickly Google Elon Musk. That's above my pay grade. That <laughs> it's probably. definitely above your pay grade. Uh, Elon Musk is worth oh, Elon Musk is worth uh, two hundred and twenty billion. So, oh jeez, neck and neck. Uh, but uh, anyway, this commentator that I told talked to you about from that um, news site, her name Julia Loff. Um, She pointed something out very interesting. She said that over the pandemic and isolation, Putin was brooding. He was feeling like he was losing. And guess who he was jealous of? Uh, Trump. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Because Putin likes to be the one to control the media and control the narrative. And Trump was like the most famous media narrative controller in the world. He's P.T. Barnum. Yeah. And so anyway, Julia says that basically that that pissed him off and that he's been slowly taking these steps to not care about the sanctions, to not care about anything, but making a huge mark that he believes he deserves, by the way. He believes the Soviet Union was taken away and that it was, you know, should never have happened. And, you know, I, I don't agree with him, of course. Well, he was a KGB operative, was he not? Right. During that era? Yeah. That's the good old days to him. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so even though I don't agree with him, though, I can understand why a guy like that might think that. And uh, based on this, uh, based on this analysis of the chapter on power uh, by John Medina, I can tell you that as this happens to him, and he knows he's all powerful and has unlimited money, what happens is the ability to be empathetic to other people and the ability to even understand how you're hurting other people when you do this stuff yeah. goes away. That explains my teachers. Explain more to me. 
I'm just saying they had ultimate power back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were not empathetic towards me. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to take that a step further, though. Okay. And say this. I think it's not just the big, powerful rulers. This sort of does explain to me, like, why people even at the top of our government seem to lose all logical sense of caring about other people and and even of having integrity. Like, um, you know, if you were a Democrat, you would go, how could Mitch McConnell say you can't appoint a Supreme Court justice during an election year? And then the next year he goes, you have to appoint it quickly before the election, right? You can't appoint a Supreme exactly. Court justice during an election year. <laughs> exactly. Well, of course you have to appoint a Supreme Court justice during an election year. Yeah. And so to those of us who live our lives and families and try to live by our word, we go, how the fuck could they do that? <laughs> it's a duality. It's, it's, it's kind of a mystery. Well, it's, yes, but it's also just a brain function, a brain rule of what happens when you amass power. And I was thinking about it, and, and, and I think it's part of the reason maybe that... A, and I'm not a big you know, fan of the Founding Fathers Knew Everything, because otherwise I would have had a couple of slaves, and my wife would have been able to own property. <laughs> and, and maple syrup season would be a yes, lot easier I would have for slaves you, out there making the maple syrup right now. But <laughs> the Founding Fathers made our government, so it keeps changing hands. Yeah. And, you know, the president can only be president for a couple of terms. Right. And uh, congressmen and senators have terms and they have to get reelected. That's, I believe, partially a brilliant idea that power can't stay concentrated for a lifetime. Yeah. Because you notice these dictators, uh, and again, lord of all beasts of the earth and fishes of the seas and conqueror <laughs> of the British Empire and Africa yes. in general, and Uganda in particular, his excellently <laughs> president for life, Field Marshal Idi Amin. <laughs> Went to his head a little, I think. You, you think? <laughs> <laughs> ultimate power <laughs> corrupts Absolutely. ultimately. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. And so that's, uh, you know, I was thinking, like, what could we offer to talk about about this that isn't, you know, up to the minute cable news talking about it right. and would give you maybe a little bit of insight into thinking as a human being, as a member of Homo sapiens on this planet Earth, what the fuck is happening? Honestly. And... And I have another direction to go with this, too, that is a little scary. Are you guys are we buckled up? Seatbelts I'm, uh, I'm, saddled, I'm saddled in. I don't know about zip. So seatbelts on, because this is the part that really concerns me. And, and it's why I really uh, liked the title of Thomas Friedman's editorial, which was We Have Not Been Here Before, and how he mentioned... Please remember, passengers, we have not been here before. Stop in, would you? Thank you. Be sure, be sure your tray tables are up. In the upright position, thank you. Have the vomit bag ready. If you need a six-sack, they come from about. They're no longer the seat-packs. <laughs> six-sack. And, and again, Thomas went right to TikTok. What does social media give people a feeling of Fearlessness. Fearlessness is one. Well, the, yeah, the uh, keyboard courage, courage, for sure. Yes. And why do they have anonymity that courage? Because all degree. of a the sudden they have what? Powers. Powers. Juice, big time, yeah. Like, in order to get an editorial on the opinion page of the New York Times, like Thomas Friedman, 
you'd have to go to school, you'd have to excel, you'd have to go to college, you'd have to excel, you'd have to work at other publications, you'd have to work their way up, and you'd have to create such a reputation for being brilliant and insightful that you would get hired. In order for me to write an editorial and publish it globally, what do I need? Facebook. <laughs> a phone. <laughs> I, just need, I just need the same connection that everybody has. And, That's right. And one of the interesting things about social media that I don't think we talk about enough is why we love it is because it gives us a feeling, you know, like even to be a broadcaster, I had to go through, you know, little stations, college stations, send yeah. out tapes, get a program director. There were gatekeepers. There were curators. Packing order. Mm-hmm. And then I would have a show, and I would feel powerful. And I didn't become Edie Amin with six wives and 54 children, but I did have a couple of groupies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, I don't think I got real... And a couple of indentured servants along the way, I might yes. Well, and, <laughs> and to be honest, because I did get to be a, a show host and have some ratings and, you know, in a good career, thinking back, oh, I think of times it made me an asshole. Absolutely. Uh, second the motion. Zip. <laughs> hey, I'm just illustrating this. For no, the point no. Of the you don't understand what I'm saying, though, right? I yeah. always just thought you were short of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So, um, so one of the, I'll add to uh, what Thomas Freeman said. One of the things that is true about how we haven't been here before is that. The power rests with the angry mobs, too. and That's true. It's easier now to get people to dehumanize other people. Yeah. Oh, hence flash mobs. I yeah. was a... Yes. I couldn't believe that when that made the scene mm-hmm. speak. Yeah. It reminds me of the schoolyard in a way. There's a, you know... The popular kid, the, the biggest kid gets the power, and they just, just kind of goes to their heads, and they turn into bullies. The, yeah. the alpha dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, I posted this today. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, Zip lurks on Facebook, but he never posts anything, so maybe you saw it. <laughs> He's a looky-loo. <laughs> uh, written on a blackboard, it says, Be careful not to dehumanize those who disagree with you. Yeah. In your self-righteousness, you can become the very thing you criticize in others and not even know it. And it's actually it's getting a lot of likes, uh, so I'm glad it resonates with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone wrote, uh, would you consider calling people libtards dehumanizing? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, course. maggots, libtards, uh, deplorables. I, I, dehumanizing is not one side or the other. Dehumanizing is, is just what it is. It's disagreeing with someone and taking away their humanity and basically being bigoted towards them. Mm-hmm. And so that, I think, is fed by the power we think we have with our phones. It's, it's sort of a perceived, it, it, it's perceived power, and sometimes it is real, but very often it's kind, isn't it kind of like a... I'm pretty sure all power is perceived. I mean, it's real if you have $200 billion, but I'm pretty sure Idi Amin had a little dick. <laughs> <laughs> he just thought he was cool. 
<laughs> Way to take the air out of the tire yeah, sure. once Absolutely. again. <laughs> we go from intellectually. Uh, <laughs> so, so bringing this back to Russia, and by the time you hear this, who knows? Uh, Kiev yeah. may have been taken over. May have fallen. Um, or maybe not, uh, because in the early goings in the first few days here, Russia uh, is finding more resistance and finding it a tougher slog than expected. The Ukrainians are not taking this lightly at all. No. Uh, so we won't know how it turns out. Uh, you know, as we're doing this. Uh, but I think what you're seeing is this unbridled power leading to a complete show of dictatorial, you know, I don't know what you call it. Um, and it, does it upset the world? I think it upsets, I think it upsets everybody. How about pissing contest? Yeah, it's not a pissing contest because we we responded with a, you know, we responded in very measured tones. It's Putin who's, you know, spraying uh, vodka everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, he's piss he's the one pissing. Um, we're not pissing. We're basically, we're taking, a, I think, a very conservative approach, which, by the way, is why Wall Street probably considered it a buying opportunity after a bunch of people panicked. Um so well, consider, yeah. considering the end game, it's really the only thing we can do because we're only a thumb switch away from global destruction, technically. Conceivably. Uh, and all of that is possible, by the way. World War III, certainly possible. Uh, I, I am happy. I am heartened by one thing. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of all of this, uh, a couple of days ago, which isn't really the beginning, but the beginning of the super hostilities, you had a guy who's also gotten a ton of power, most powerful right-wing cable commentator, Tucker Carlson. You had him uh, just do one of his, you know, one of his Trumpy-like editorials about, hey, why do we hate, you know, why do we hate Putin? And... He, he was actually, I think he was caught off guard. I think he was actually thinking that he, he's so powerful, like Trump, he can just say the opposite of what he should yeah. say. Yeah. And then he can talk his way out of it. But that was three days ago. Mm -hmm. One day ago, Tucker Carlson backpedals after supporting Putin. Mm -hmm. And... Trump went with, like, I saw the video. Trump was, like, at a dinner, and he was saying, well, Putin's really smart. That's brilliant He's of him. He's a genius. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And by the way, that's the same way you would say, that Osama bin Laden, he took <laughs> down the whole U.S. air fleet with just a couple of box cutters you could buy at Costco. <laughs> yeah. That was super efficient. That's on a par. Yeah. yeah. And these guys, I also think, were drunk with power. And so they just blurted it out, and even the rest of their, you know, even the rest of their partisans are like, uh, what did uh, one of the senators said something like, "Well, I know what Trump meant to say." Yeah, <laughs> they try to cover their ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but here's the thing: so we have this here too. It's not just Putin; it's all mm -hmm. of us mm -hmm. can be drunk with our perceived power and our big divisive opinions. And that's not what the world needs. What the world needs is empathy. What the world needs is reminding ourselves that we're all brothers and sisters and we're supposed to be united and we're supposed to care about each other. And it doesn't mean liberals. It doesn't mean, you know, unrestrained spending and open borders because those are 
clearly phrases designed to get us pissed off at each of other. Of course, yeah. So, um, anyway, am I, mono- am I monologuing like a talk no, show? No, 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 at all. But go great figure. points. Russia vetoed the UN Security Council resolution that denounced their invasion. <laughs> go figure. I, I thought they would at least talk about it for a while. What, what, did, what did they do? They vetoed the UN uh, Security Council resolution that said, bad, don't invade Ukraine. That was bad, terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would do if I was in Russia. Probably the same thing that Mitch McConnell did when he was in the U.S. while Trump was president. Well, you can't put somebody in a Supreme Court in election year. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, to some extent, you're trapped by your party and you're trapped uh, by your job. Well, I am not trapped by my party. I would have said black. Mm. So, but right now, there's no Republicans. Uh, it, the best thing the Republicans do is say Biden is weak. Yeah. And then they, and, and then you ask them, well, what would you do? There's some uh, validity to just that. exactly what he's doing, but he's yeah. yeah. So I don't know what, uh, 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 like, what would I do differently? I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bob, what would you do differently? What would I way? do differently? Yes. Um, I think. Uh, what's that World Bank? They didn't uh, get them out of. Uh, right off the bat, uh, that was because Europe. Oh, Deutsche, uh, yeah, Swift. Something it's a Swift uh, bank system. Swift yeah. Yeah, it's Swift. a thing that ties all of the banks of the, uh, together yeah, yeah. in the world. Um, I, I'd be curious why that didn't get done. I think it was a hesitancy on the part of Europe because there's so much Russian money in Europe. And by the way, there's Russian money <laughs> and energy. Yeah. yeah, and they need the energy. So I think right. that was a, a strategic holdback, although it may be coming. And um, what else would I do? Um, here's a big problem that's not talked about a lot. Bitcoin. Cryptocurrency. Okay, we've closed up all the normal banks. Hey, Bitcoin yes. is sure doing a lot of transactions. Wonder what they're buying and selling. we got to get 51% of that stuff. Yeah, it, it, wasn't the whole idea of Bitcoin that any transactions you didn't want anyone to see globally could just happen? Yeah, because that, that which was what made it popular among drug dealers in, initially. Yeah. Now, I know it's gradually being regulated and everything's going through banks and people yeah. are going to have to pay taxes, yeah. except for the drug dealers. And I think there's another exception, too. Anyone who's called Lord of all beasts of the earth and fishes. <laughs> Especially the fishes part, yeah. yeah. Well, by the way, Putin should just go for it because Idi Amin is not but around. I, I was going to say, I think the domain name's available. Lord of all the beasts of the earth and fishes of the seas and conqueror of the British Empire and Africa in general and Uganda in general. He just substitute... Um, Ukraine. And good friend of Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Wilt the stilt. And also the king of Scotland. Welcome uh, to the world of the battery-powered bully pulpit that yeah. everyone can carry. Well said. So that's the situation we're in. What's going to happen? Um, uh, there are a couple of possibilities that this uh, woman I told you about who was on with Colbert... Uh, spoke of one is and she said this as if it was actually maybe the best possible outcome is that Putin takes over Ukraine doesn't go further and is reasonably satisfied with removing that threat and that's the new order and and that was like you mean if he wins well if he doesn't do anything else it would be somewhat stability 
Um, that's one of the better scenarios. I don't want to hear the worst ones, but I'll tell them you. I'll tell you anyway. Uh, one is once he has Ukraine, he starts to take some of the other former Jason. Soviet Union uh, countries. Yes, countries, right? And um, if one of those is in NATO, and we live Boom. up to our word, we're in World yep. War Three. Yeah. Does he want that? It depends just how much empathy and reality he's lost. Is he insane? Or is he just greedy? The eyes scare me. And it's anecdotal, I know, but you, the eyes are empty on that guy. It just seems yeah. to me. On first blush. I've had girls say that about me, too. But it... <laughs> no, they said they had They were projecting that on me. <laughs> Actually, I've said it about you. No, but maybe, maybe. I mean... Um, we don't know. Remember my cable network, the WDK network. WDK. We don't know, <laughs> and we can't know. Uh, we, you know, we we just can't. It's going to have to be demonstrated by what he does. So that's it. And that's. I always promise you, we'll try to do different commentary than anybody else, mm. and not the same old stuff you hear over and over. Hope that qualified. But I think, by yeah, I I think the just that whole angle. Uh, of the power and and it, yeah, dysfunction, it's pretty it, it's pretty spot on. Yeah, it is, and it applies to oligarchs, and it applies to you and me when we're on our soapbox. Yeah, I, they, I did anybody else find it inappropriate as this story was breaking that they would break away to, you know, like five minute spot clusters. <laughs> oh, oh! In fact, uh, Colbert made fun of that. He showed like this, you know. Um, Ukraine is burning, and there's this and there's that, and we'll be right back. And then it was a big Applebee's jingle singing about ribs at Applebee's. <laughs> it's true. I will <laughs> and then he that. came back and he went, I want my country back. Eat country, good back, country, in the back. neighborhood. Yeah. You know, oh, the the only the thing they did differently, Bob, was they just reduced the commercials into the corner, you yeah. know, yeah, and, yeah. and kept the live feed going. But <laughs> there was no way they were giving up their 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 occasion. Well, it's how they get paid. And again, I understand that, but it just struck me as very inappropriate. By the way, I think this is a good time to point out why you can trust Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly because we never ask for more than eight bucks a month from somebody. <laughs> <laughs> a wise are, entertainment yeah, investment. We, we, are, we, are we are not drunk with power. We are sober with no power. <laughs> and surprise. If enough of some. you would contribute that eight bucks and post it on TikTok while you're hanging off a pickup truck singing a Fleetwood Mac song, maybe Take we'll turn it ass too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we need playing cards now. Yeah, we really Absolutely. do. All right, oh. let's move on from this because I, I, I don't think we can say anything else because we just WDK. We don't know. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's uh, ugly. We'll pick it up next week. Um, inflation is always fun to talk about when you've exhausted war. <laughs> and when we've been through it once already. Yeah. I yeah. saw this in the Boston Globe today. Um, you know, the price of homes has gone sky high. Oh, it's ridiculous. Everywhere. And I was like, wow, our little place in Vermont is worth a lot more. But then I went, except that I couldn't go anywhere else because everything else is doubled. <laughs> right. You better right. rent until right. then, yeah. This story from the Boston Globe today. A Boston couple has offered a valet parking spot for sale at their condominium. Oh, my God. And there's a bidding war. Do you know what the high bid is so far? Uh, is it is it is is it outright you own the thing? 
let's see. It's a it's a luxury condo, by the way. Okay. It's one parking space with dazzling views in the condo of the Charles River and the Public Garden. I'm going. I'm going to say okay. seven hundred thousand dollars. You are right on the money. Seven hundred fifty grand for just one parking space. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in Boston. Yeah. The condo is listed for ten million. And I guess it had an extra parking space. <laughs> we didn't need that second car. The Prius we were never using. That's right. Uh, it's assessed at six point eight million, but I bet they get their ten. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And that's crazy. And home ownership is up across the country, by the way. Yes. Uh, unless you're black, and then it's down. Well, and homes have been bought by investors who mm -hmm. want to become yep. landlords. Uh, so a lot of times people are competing with cash offers, which is part of why the prices uh, keep going up. Yeah. Now, my, my friend Dave had uh, 32 offers the first day on their place. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So you want to know what I think about inflation? You, I know what you think about inflation. You think that it is a leveler of sorts for uh, the poor. Yes. Or for the lower end of the uh, socioeconomic scale. You, uh, well, you express that. Not exactly. I, I mean, yes, in some ways, because they don't lose the value because they don't have anything. Good for you right. guys. Good for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, because their wages go up, uh, but their assets don't go down because they don't have any fucking assets. Uh, no, uh, the other thing about inflation is that... It cools the real estate market, am I right? No. Well, yes, it will when interest rates go way up. Right. But not immediately. And if if you thought of the real estate market the way it is now, with everything's doubled and gone crazy, you would think it's overpriced. It's got to go back down. Aha. But not if there's inflation, because what inflation does is lower the value of your hard goods. So, in other words... Of tangible assets. Right. Things went... Um, real estate went way up... And now if we have 7% inflation compounded over several years, it'll be back down to almost what it was. And, uh, it, and it's a psychological thing. It's like stock splits. Remember years ago, yeah. Microsoft used to split often. And you it got made, doubled. Uh, yeah, it made people, well, I have twice as many shares. Uh, yeah, but they were worth 40. Now they're worth 20. But I have twice as many. <laughs> <laughs> How do we do it? Volume, volume, volume. volume. And, <laughs> and so inflation is like that too. As you look at your house, which... You know, maybe your house was, uh, I'm going to guess, without mentioning Zip or Ed, because you have a nice place in Detroit. You have a nice place in beautiful <laughs> suburb of, of Worcester. And I have a farm. I think we're all, let's just pick a number. Very out of grateful, hat. very fortunate. Yes. Let's add. pick a number out of a hat. Let's say you live in a decent-sized city. Now, you know, if you're in, a, you know, Tennessee and your house was 150, 200 grand, now it's three, 350, 400 grand. So same thing. It's basically doubled. Uh, but let's say you had a $500,000 house, and things went crazy, and now it's a million-dollar house. So here's what's good about that for you. If you had a $100,000 loan, you still only have a $100,000 loan. Mm -hmm. So now you would have, instead of 400 in equity, you would have 900 in equity. But here's what's not good about that for you. As the prices of everything go up, and again, when you've got inflation higher than 5%, 6%, yeah. It don't take long. It don't take many years for the cost of everything around you to double. You ain't whistling Dixie. They pass it on to the consumer. Absolutely. Gasoline, transportation. And so when, when that happens, 
and your wages also sort of go up. It's funny how they don't keep up as fast no. as the price increases. You get squeezed, and your house, house ends up actually not being worth more. But where you won is your loan stayed low. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, so you would own 90% of your house instead of uh, 80 or 70 or whatever it is. The amount owed against the exactly. current value. The amount owed yes. uh, is less as a percentage of the house. So the point of that is, is inflation redistributes wealth. Um, oh, and by the way, how does the stock market do in inflation? Usually pretty well. I mean, very well until you figure out your real rate of return after inflation. After inflation, right. right. And if you're invested smart, you can do just fine. Of course, we're, never, we're not going to screw over the rich. What are you, crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else has to deal with the psychology of it and, and the difficulties of it. And, and we're in it now. And war, mm, what is it good for? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Listen Not to at me. all. Um, and we'll see what happens with uh, the war and this inflation. Um, it, it will create. It's creating shortages already. Gasoline. It, it could actually send us into a, you know, a spiral of the late seventies, early eighties, and uh, not gas rationing again. I hope. Oh, I, I I don't give a shit. I'm driving a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way. Yeah, I'm I, on the boat. Shove off. <laughs> um, don't get me started on electric cars. You don't want me to talk about electric cars, do you? Yes. I thought I'm you did. in Detroit. Okay, what, so, do you, what do you think? <laughs> well, uh, Volkswagen announced that their entire fleet of cars is going to be electric by 2030. That, that doesn't surprise They're me. They're getting Volkswagen. out yeah. of internal combustion engines. And yet you still got people going, well, what are you going to do with them batteries? I don't think there's no, there's not enough power. It takes too long to charge. And then electric cars ain't going to mount to nothing. <laughs> and I agree it's still a little early. Mm -hmm. But the um, internal combustion engine. Oh, yeah, it's a dinosaur. It's a, it's a, it, it's, it's a dinosaur plush toy at this yeah. point. And uh, mark my words. I might not be alive to see it in 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. You'll, it'll look like a horse and buggy and an outhouse in the backyard if you have one of those. It'll be a collector thing, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, Grandpa's got one of those, yeah. Hold I on a still, second. I still <laughs> like mine. He can't get it to start. Hang on. <laughs> that fliver. <laughs> wow, this is cool. Oh, my goo, you've done it again. Oh, my goo. Just crazy. <laughs> you've done it again. Hurrah, hurrah, In hog. Interesting. <laughs> in <laughs> interesting observation the other day. This fairly, it's a family chain of supermarkets near where I live. Mm -hmm. And in front of the grocery store, there's, you know, five or eight handicapped spots in each lane of the parking lot. What do you suppose has been installed in the parking space closest? Oh, 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 oh mm. pick me, pick me. Ed? Uh, electric car chargers? Yes. yes. Explain <laughs> that one to me. What, 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 what part don't you understand? Well, I, I get it, I guess. Well, removing a handicap spot to put a charge. I oh, mean, they did the that? Most they, 
the, yeah, they, they got rid of them. Oh yeah, but yes, no, they, they will still oh. have to have a, however many handicapped spots are required by law. They yeah. probably had extra ones. Well, it could be, yeah. most likely. Okay. But I just thought that was kind of ironic. Yeah. You're rewarded for jumping well, into that. Well, I, I think there's an indicator there that Tesla should start making wheelchairs. <laughs> Bob, that's tasteless. You know that was that was terrible. You shouldn't have laughed at that. Uh, that's you're right. Tasteless. You'll edit it out anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I don't edit it. anything out. Um, I'm only getting I just eight, thought I'm it only was, getting eight know, bucks a week for this show. I, I need more money if I'm going to edit stuff out. Was that a play for green solidarity on the part of the supermarket? Do you suppose it's kind of one of the, it's not Whole Foods, but it's similar. Sure. To, well, uh, I got to ask you about the electric charger. Is it a pay charger? Is it free? Free. It's free. A free. Yeah, several of them. There's two or three of them. Okay. Yes. Uh, and the free ones are kind of silly, and I'll tell you why. No, no real juice. More well, like a top uh, off. The free. So there's level one, level two, and I think they call it level three or supercharger, uh, which Teslas have the most of. Uh, a level two charger is what you would have in your home, and it's 220 volts, up to about 48 amps, and if you have say a vehicle that does 300 uh, miles on a charge, every night you plug it in and uh, over the course of eight or 10 hours, it will charge the whole thing, even if it's almost empty. Uh, what non-electric car owners don't understand is they think if you're driving around, you need gas stations, right? What you gonna do? I'll see you by the <laughs> side of the road. I'm gonna hand you a can of gas. You can't pour it in that thing. Well, <laughs> right? They, and they, they, they and what if you get stuck in that traffic jam in a snowstorm? And by the way, there was a comparison done about that, and electric cars last just as long or longer to heat you and keep you going. They actually really? use heat pumps in the newest electric cars, which are super oh, wow. efficient. So, uh, and you'll freeze your ass. By the way, you'll be just as frozen uh, in a gas car when the gas runs out. But mm. here's the thing about the electric car. Compared to a gas car, let's say you had a gas car and everyone who had a gas car had a gas pump in their garage that automatically filled their gas car every night. Well, that's not too hazardous. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. And by yes. the way, it's yes, hypothetical. But yes. if that were the case, how often would you go to a gas station if your car was always full every morning? Yeah. You wouldn't right. need gas stations, right? Right. And so that's and the only reason you need a charger is for long distances. These PR chargers are kind of green virtue signaling, which you suggested. Uh, that's exactly yes, what they are. Yes. Because, okay. That's because if thought. there's like four of them at the you know um, Whole Foods or whatever, by the amperage by four. First off, you can't reliably know your car is going to be charged. Second of all, I believe the level two chargers put maybe 20, 25 miles per hour on the car. And you're not going to grocery shop for four or five hours. Right, right. So uh, they're kind of silly. Uh, having said that, there's one at the doctor's office I go to. <laughs> and if it's open, I plug into it just because. You got to top it off. Or it's free. It. And sure, you know yeah. what my wife says about free? It's an aphrodisiac for her. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, my issue was it, it, it was bumping a handicap spot for the absolute most convenient place to park. Yeah, parking. Uh, it that seems a little odd. I think you could, uh, you know, hire a lawyer and get, uh, get, sue, get suing on that one. I think yeah, sue. Get some attention. Oh. Okay. Make you feel powerful, and then you'd lose all of your empathy for humanity. <laughs> 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 right. E.D.
ladies and gentlemen, he, he's joining us now. My son, Andrew Rivers, on tour somewhere on the eastern seabboard. Are you in right. uh, Virginia yet, Andrew? Where are you? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah you sound yeah, good. This is good. Yep. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm in Virginia. I just actually uh, got done with a show at Longwood University because uh-huh. uh, they named it after me. Come on. <laughs> but, uh, I was. That's very what's hilarious. funny is I was nervous about being. By the way, like father, like son. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, now he wants to take credit for me. Yeah. Um, that guy on stage, not my, not my kid. But uh, no, it was good. I, I, I get nervous about these shows because I want to be you know, somewhat clean and not necessarily controversial, but it's also a university, so I figure their heads are filled with the right kind of propaganda. So sure. yeah. Uh the show went great. And then afterwards I found out they sell t shirts that say my wood goes hard. So the whole school <laughs> What's the, the name of the school, school again? Joke. What is it called? Longwood? Yeah. University. In Farmville, Virginia, by the way. Uh, by the which way, is I, not I, just I, a place on Facebook. Right, Farmville. Wow. <laughs> Longwood University and my wood goes hard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not one of those conservative colleges. I don't think so. No. Uh yeah, they 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 had a good time, but it's good. It's nice to talk to you. I haven't been on the show in yeah. like a month and so uh yeah, and something I, we said. I apologize basically <laughs> with no. getting ready for maple syrup and everything. We've been doing it on different nights and sometimes it's the night you work. I feel like a girl you're trying to date. <laughs> yeah, when I'm available. No, no, no. no. Uh, tomorrow works better. Uh jeez, I happen to look at your calendar. I know you're out of town, but <laughs> you have um, a show, yes. So yeah, how, I've been how busy, are you, Andrew? So. Because we, we literally haven't talked. Oh, uh, I yeah. Well, it's I just got back from a tour of Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Ooh, wow! And that was pretty fun. Uh, that was a self-produced show. You know, we find these little uh, theaters and, and stuff like that. that so, yeah. and, and I I don't usually. Oh yeah, what? Well, you and with these self-produced shows, just tell people what it is because I think it's really innovative uh, that you do this. Uh, you know, the old way was to have some agent. Who took I don't know ten fifteen percent or whatever and however much he hid from you, and book you in places and um, ride around with the self. There's not much to hide with mine, so it's pretty easy to <laughs> okay, do the good. accounting. But <laughs> but but with the self-produced, you book the venues, yeah. you book your tour, you advertise on Facebook, you sell your mm-hmm. own tickets, and it's uh, you know I I I know that you are not going to be an oligarch who invades another country because he's feeling so powerful. <laughs> Uh, but it's much more lucrative for you, right? Yes. Potentially, yes. Yeah. And okay. we also, you know, the downside is we read all the Facebook comments. So everyone's like, you're not funny. You're gay. Get out of here. You know, so. That comes with the territory. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and it was fun. You know, we had a, all the shows are really good. We, di- we I definitely made a few edits to, you know, I'll skip a few vaccine jokes here and there. But uh in the and south, I, you I, bet. Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is I, I, uh, I'll give you a, a little behind the scenes. Is like I do one joke that's like, "Hey, who's vaccinated? Make some noise!" And usually it's you know seventy five percent of the crowd or whatever. And I always point if I see someone not clapping, or I'll just point into the darkness and I'll go, "He's not clapping. Get him!" Ah, I'm from the government, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized, like two after two shows, I was like, "Oh, I have to do that joke backwards," you know. I'd be like, "He's vaccinated. Get him! I'm, I'm from the government. I tracked you here." Just because wow. it was seventy five percent of people not clapping, and yeah. it was no uh, it was interesting. Yeah. But, That's yeah. so weird. Yeah. Hey, all you people just, who are vaccinated, yeah. let's hear from you. 
<laughs> that was that was when I told my closer too. Same noise, but uh, okay. no, it was a good time, and and we 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 partied a little bit. Um, I don't usually like to party, but we accidentally booked the show during a Mardi Gras parade. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, it was an accident. It, well, I know we, I um, yeah, they I didn't know because they um, like they don't um. They don't, uh, like, what am I trying to say? We Googled it, and Mardi Gras doesn't start until March 1st, but Alabama doesn't even know how to read a calendar. It's a calendar, <laughs> yeah. So they, they, they start celebrating, like, two months before. Okay, okay. I believe And sure. uh, But anyway, it was a crazy... So they, they, and this is right after Mardi Gras, they put up their Christmas lights. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've only got two holidays. Um yeah, we went. I I woke up at four a.m. in an alley, and uh, or or Jessica, I can't remember her, <laughs> actually, but uh, sweet lady. But uh, and we also don't usually do shows on a Sunday, but we thought since last Monday was a holiday, it was President's Day, mm-hmm. that we thought we would get a big crowd out, but it uh, it was kind of a dud, and uh, and then we realized like, oh yeah, Alabama not huge fans of President Lincoln, you know, not uh, <laughs> well, he was a Republican, I, I don't know yeah, about so, that. Well, well, yeah, they're still uh, upset about uh, the slaves, I think, but yeah. uh, they they still send kids to school. They give kids the day off on Fat Tuesday for Mardi Gras, <laughs> which was which was this yeah. week, yeah. And I think that, I think that's their version of sex ed in the South. They go, There's, we don't want tits in a textbook, but uh, if you throw some beads at a lady on the street, that's perfectly acceptable. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, it's fun to try different cultures and different cuisines. And, and uh, we had like a toufee and catfish and po' boys. And uh, it is no wonder Elvis Love died on the boy. toilet down there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was no po' boy. Yeah. Uh. And uh, I did notice that like uh, attractive women are all dating really ugly guys down there. Like What's all up the, with that? It doesn't match up very well. Is that because all the guys down there are ugly or are they good looking I don't, guys? I mean, maybe. It could be. <laughs> they don't believe in vaccines or they certainly don't believe in lotion. I, I'm, I'm sure about that. But, Moisturizer. Um, yeah. I might move down there and take my chances, actually. But uh, um, after one of the shows, though, a, a sweet, a very sweet couple, they were like, to ask what it's like because uh, you know we just have a different we're very respectful but like do people up there really just wear a piece of cloth over their face and that they just do that everywhere you know they were so blown they were away like, they were thinking like people with masks are from a different part of the world and they were curious yeah about literally <laughs> almost like people with a bone through their nose and a loincloth yeah. yeah 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 and it's funny because this is a city that serves drive-through daiquiris like it's a very popular thing <laughs> out there wow and so I was making a joke like oh they really just put a piece of tape over the straw hole and you think that's going to protect you you know <laughs> um Funny. but uh you know they hey, uh hey they, andrew yeah. uh we're running a little low on yeah. time and spikes here but before we, oh okay before we segue to spike i want to ask you um you, you know you're traveling you're on the road and this whole uh ukraine thing is is happening and i know you watch the news a little bit but maybe you haven't had time to think about it much but i you know as your old man i'm just curious this is this is the biggest this will be the biggest war of your lifetime, I hope. That's that's what I, I hope and pray for. What are you thinking about it? it well, doesn't be, it doesn't um, have to be funny, by the way, if you don't have any. Okay, Ooh, what a relief! I yeah. wish uh, you would have told me that uh, every podcast. But um, I uh, 
I, it's interesting. Uh, I hope that more, um, you know, uh, uh, hot blonde refugees come to America and uh, Ukrainian ones. Yeah. About it like yeah, a 30, yeah, yeah. Thirty-six. Me and Anastasia sure. gonna yeah. have a good life together. <laughs> I can provide you security. Yeah. So you're thinking uh, of a potential it, Russian bride from a refugee or a Ukrainian? Yeah. Bride. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, she won't. She'll have low standards. She won't really know, you know, <laughs> that I'm not a catch, but. Should just be like he doesn't hit me. This is great, you know. That's, that's what you want. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, considering said, I don't put, be funny, so <laughs> no, no, no. Considering I put you on the spot, that was great. All right, let's welcome Spike to the uh, conversation. Uh, Spike O'Neill from Seattle, Washington. How are you, sir? Good, thanks. Hey, I love that Andrew. Uh, you know, she was looking at him. Until the and he wasn't even an option until the bomb started to fall. Hey, let's go back and look at Andrew again. I said, no, yeah. it's not such a bad deal, you know. It's all about perspective, you know. It That's is, right. buddy. It's about options, you know. Bloody yeah. ruble death yeah. or Andrew Rivers. Okay. <laughs> um, what's funny is Louis C.K. was scheduled to do a gig in yes. uh, Kiev. And, nope. Oh, in that case, so, the war is justified. If that case, the war I, yeah, is justified. I think, I think that is why, yeah, yeah. That's why, I think that's that's why, why Putin invaded. That's why Putin well, attacked, you're right. He can find a crowd in the subway if he still wants to do the show. Ow! Yeah. All right. <laughs> Live from the Comedy Underground, it's Louis C.K. <laughs> He's not the only one bombing in town, but... Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you're on the board, Andrew. Oh, yeah, baby. You need a disclaimer of sorts. Yes. Can I just say for a moment that I've become sadly um, addicted to little, you know, feeds on my Facebook page now since they put, since Facebook or Meta bought TikTok and now it runs into my Facebook feed. Oh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram. Okay, I've seen seen more of your act in the last month. You just randomly come up. It's awesome. I mean, really. Oh, okay, I, I, I thought you were complaining I, for a minute. I was no. like, you can block me. No, I'm you know, I didn't mind the child uh, pornography, but when Andrew Rivers showed up, I was done. Take my phone. Now, dude, you're fantastic. Now, that's what finally got you to quit Facebook, you know? Not the yeah, Russian really. trolls, but uh, Andrew Rivers comedy. Well, thank you. My album is on Spotify, earning three hundredths of a cent for every play, so <laughs> stream it illegally and uh, yes. check it out. Night right, sounds good. So, Spike, um, we hey, we had our uh, Ukraine uh, discussion earlier, and we've got about yeah. uh, 12, 13 minutes left. Uh, and, and, but I know, I know you got to have strong feelings on what's going on in the news today. I and, do. Yeah. Um, and and I'm very anxious to hear uh, what your intellect uh, sees in this. You're also a, a very good-hearted person. Thanks. Who, uh, I'm sure has a lot of empathy. Uh, which would make you a terrible dictator of Russia or even yeah. the United States. <laughs> True. I, I, I can't even put, wrap my head around what it would take to do this. Yeah. I really can't. I mean, you know, what's, what kind of person? But you know what? That's funny. Um, what, what is, you know me, Bob, I'm a big fan of sports. Um, and I didn't watch the Olympics in China, mostly because, you know, my schedule didn't allow me to sit around and watch TV time. Mm-hmm. But also, I, I, kinda, I guess I made a conscious decision not to watch because it was in China. Hmm. You know, they shouldn't have been given uh, an Olympics game. Wow. You know, there, there's this, you know, let them play. And once they get a taste of, you know, they'll they'll be better citizens if we let them take part. Man, if that hadn't been the, the, the way it born out in China. They're not good citizens either way, no matter what you give them. So, so uh, you, did, mean the, I, you mean the fact that the Chinese let the Russians play in spite of the doping? That's what you're talking about, right? 
Well, that that's part of it. Okay. You know, that's part of it. But, but I, you're not I, against China, are you? Because they're also rounding up, uh, you know, Uyghur Muslims and putting them. Yeah, China's in, one of the uh, worst offenders on camps. Yeah. And, yeah. They're horrible. Well, you know, why don't you they'll, just they'll, stop they'll... using your iPhone then, and that'll show yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's about the kids, and Bob. Stop wearing it's about clothing, the kids. too, because your clothing it's about the, comes from... It's about the children, Bob. Yeah, right. Want those seven-year-olds back in poverty? That's you think they're jumping out windows now? Wait till they're unemployed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're already feeding China plenty without necessarily. You're not going to hurt them. By I guess not watching. I guess the the, a, the, a the long slow walk. The long slow walk to the joke I was trying to make was I didn't see many <laughs> gymnastics competitions. Not just get to watch Republican politicians twist up in pretzels oh, trying to bring up on Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch these see guys? Tucker Carlson? Because we talked about that a little earlier when he was. He, Saying like, which time? Why do we hate Putin? And it, like, oh yeah, and then he, he hasn't called me a racist. He hasn't made me want to cancel me for my beliefs. I back Russia. Oh, I saw all that shit show. Yeah. Did you see him last night? Yeah, he backpedaled. Yeah. When he pulled his full one eighty, yeah. yeah, completely spun his ass around. But that's his yeah. job. What's interesting is it. It doesn't seem nothing seems to stick with those. Like they are allowed to just mm -hmm. change their mind every day. I've never seen that on television except for weathermen and and politicians. You know. <laughs> <laughs> And because you know, weathermen, they weren't really rooting for the tornadoes. They weren't, right, they, right, they, weren't, right. they, weren't they weren't they you know, they didn't have you investment know. futures in wood and you know, fencing and shit. No. So That's Spike, funny. as the father of daughters, have you had any yeah. discussions about what's going on? Because I I had mentioned this to Andrew too. Um, you know, we've been around long enough, we've lived through conflicts in the world. Um and this one may be unlike any any other one we've ever seen in our lifetime. It, it appears that way. Uh, well, but but for what's it like for your eighteen year old? You know, we we haven't dove into it to be honest with you. Darby and I haven't really dove into it. To be, I, I got to be honest about that. Okay. Um, Is that because you know, she just sees be, you typing away with, and on Facebook, and she's like, "I'm gonna get her out, get away from him when he's like this," or is, is she not? Well, we'll I'm a keyboard <laughs> warrior. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Daddy said his angry to, computer. To be blunt, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's to only be, to be three days honest, in. I've, you know, we, I think you can give him yeah. a, a week to to build up the the speech for it. You know, sure. Yeah. Um, I I I am so spun about how this is like you know a the worst thing since World War II, and I th I think it's that's premature. It's horrible. Mm -hmm. The guy's a guy's a piece of crap. Putin is an absolute. Nobody in his own country likes him. He kills people who do, who would disagree with him. He jails his opposition. It's illegal to start up a, an opposition party in his country. Nobody there likes him except the oligarchs he helps get rich. Literally 5% of the country is backing him because they're the ones making all the money. Right. They're, they have a worse economy than Italy, than, than like Papua New Guinea. It's I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable how bad that country is. So for I, I think... There's not going to be an axis of evil for this one. I don't, you know, you're not going to, China um, didn't go along at the UN Council with voting, you know, voting for this war. You know, Putin timed this so that when Russia was head of the UN Security Council, the head of the UN Security Council rotates on a monthly basis. Hmm. He waited until his guy was in the chair so they could do this. And then Russia had veto power over a UN resolution to send in troops. Right, right. So, and Russia and Russia is alone. Even China didn't jump on his shit. They asked Kazakhstan to send troops to support Russia. Russia asked Kazakhstan to back their resolution at the UN to send in supporting troops, and they said no. I think that's, that's their the, biggest ally yeah. on the planet.
I think that's uh, very astute of you, and I've been watching that to see if that stays the way it is, is that um, there is not an alliance. Uh, there's talk about China may, maybe seeing this as an opportunity while we're all distracted to do something about Taiwan, which uh, you yeah. know, they, they have wanted to annex. Um, but uh, with China, um, we're uh, us and Europe are their best customers, mm-hmm. and so yeah. you actually yeah. have a you have business relationships that it's matter. You, you, you've jumped ahead. Bob. Yeah. Well, wait, wait to see the board. You're like a chess master of debate <laughs> because you know Putin is still looking at this like I can send in troops. Yes, I can send in tanks, and that's not the that's not the world anymore. Now the battle is at his bank account. Now the battle is that they've they've put, imposed personal sanctions against him. Yeah, but I'm pretty what, sure he's got a is, big enough mattress stuffed with enough. Yeah, that that's he, true. And he's not when when he can't buy starving. or yeah. sell or trade anything mm. in the world anywhere except Russia, when all he's got is rubles, right? Mm-hmm. Ruble lost fifty percent of its value yesterday. Mm. It's not going to go up anytime soon. You hit him so, in the wallet. You've already you've already cleaned half his clock in his wallet in one day. And and Ukraine is putting up more of a fight than was expected so far. So far, and but yeah. Russia's only but you know Russia's only sent in one third of its troops. I heard tonight. Okay. Russia hasn't taken the two hundred thousand plus troops on the surrounding Ukraine. Only a third have been deployed. And so, that would have been fine if he'd have yeah. stuck to those two provinces in the east that he wanted that were, you know independent nations like he can decide what the fucking independent nation is you know that's that's against all international law that's what happened after world war ii you can't just redraw borders for somebody else right 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 so if he he had just stuck to those two you know he may have played this out right but when you start bombing the whole the whole country when there's video of kindergartens being bombed Mm-hmm. Hospitals, you lost everybody at that yeah, point. You I lost so. anybody so. on your side. Except the people who are watching state media, who, of course, won't see that footage. Yes. And by state oh, media, I, I mean know. Fox I, News, right? Fox News. I, check, I checked it out tonight, <laughs> by the way. I watched I watched a solid 40 minutes of Fox News tonight. I'm so proud of you. What did you and by the way, we're all kind of united, aren't we? Um, Reasonably so. You, Except that mean? it's all Biden's fault and uh, Hillary's emails are still a problem. But I think we're pretty close. Yeah, well, I, I, after the, I, I lasted about 40 minutes and had wretched up so much dry heaving from vomiting so many times. <laughs> I physically <laughs> couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't physically put any more water in to throw up any more to just keep watching. So, you know, but it was all about Hillary. The whole, I mean, the, I've watched 40 minutes of Hannity about Hillary Clinton. Oh, he's still talking about you Hillary know, Clinton? Of course oh, he is. Hannity. About, Don't watch about Hannity. She, she blames Donald Trump somehow. Somehow she blames Donald <laughs> Trump for this. Here's well, a picture of Hillary with the here's a picture of Hillary with the Russian ambassador, back from uh, you I know mean, when, she, when she was actually the UN secretary. State, she had the nerve to stand yeah. next to the Russian ambassador. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be fucking. Right. I think anyone trying to score like cheap points about this president, like this thing, isn't a a two year decision. This is like a thirty year, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, twenty yeah. years. I think it's been that you that Ukraine has been independent, and yeah, they've been moving towards this. And well, uh, I, love, I, love, yeah. I love how they're trying to paint Biden. This is because Biden's weak. Yeah. That's their argument. I'm like, but okay, that's really? People, that's just for people who just want to believe that really quickly. There's I no... love that the, there was a fun argument that Trump was too unpredictable. They're like, he might nuke back. We can't. You know. I saw and that today, like, too. It's yeah. like you're admitting that that guy was an idiot, then, if, if well, that's no, the that, argument. All right. That, that that's their winning right. club is that he would that's have fun. started a nuclear war. 
Ladies and gentlemen, right. welcome to Liberal Land. It's like Candyland where everybody's no, wait, 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 wait a minute. If you're excused that this No, if you're excused that this president is is not like yeah, your right. excuse is that this president is going to nuke. Okay. That means the other guy was crazy. That's a funny... Yeah, but we're arguing about just figureheads uh, who are in the right. news at this point. It's a, it's a global problem, and I agree with Spike uh, that... Uh, I really agree with your assessment that Putin is a little bit looking alone right now. It doesn't yeah. mean he won't do it. I think he may be insane. Uh, and well, uh, he's already done it, man. He's done it. Yeah. He's gone for the yeah. whole fucking nut at one time. Yeah, yeah. He's nuts. Yeah, but but but, uh, but that's if he limits it to Ukraine. He's already done it, and we don't know. We don't know what he's going to do. I told uh, these guys earlier if I had a cable news network, it would but not be CNN or Fox. It would be WDK, the We Don't Know Network, and all we tell you <laughs> is all the stuff that people are pretending they know that they don't actually know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the last we, honest oh, broadcast man. on the planet. That's right. <laughs> nobody, nobody would watch, uh, but I would put ads for my maple syrup on there, which I'm going to do right now. At the end of I would podcast. tune in for the weather forecast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. From the Ain't Got a Fucking Clue Network, it's We Don't Know with Bob Rivers. And two to 14 inches of snow could be headed could your be. way. Yeah. Could be. Might could be, be 75 sunny. and sunny. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Anyway, thank you, everybody. Uh, the uh, website to get the maple syrup, go to bobrivers.com or bobrivers.blog. And there's a link on there. Is a, by the way, uh, our webmaster, David Lee, made a beautiful uh, web banner with a picture of me and Lisa. Because we always call it Bob and Lisa's maple syrup. And I do that, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, Community property state that for huh? <laughs> no, it isn't actually. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Goodness, Goodness, like your heart? What? <laughs> no, I do it because I love her. But uh, but I was going to come up with a joke instead and say uh, someone's got to have sex with me. So, um, <laughs> but also I do it because even though she's like, oh, "That's your thing," I don't want to do it. She lets me do it, and and you know this about your mom, Andrew. Whenever like Hank is here and Rich is here and Dave is here. She cooks dinner for everybody. She's basically, you know, she kind of caters the whole thing. She's and, mom. Uh, yeah. She and lives nice. to serve, I think. In, in, I don't know if I totally agree with that, but. <laughs> Dude. Well, we're enough He's about not your trying to have life, sex but... with her. You're right, yeah, right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different right. You guys have different agendas, Bob. Yeah. Different All agendas. Together. All right, you guys. Andrew, you're going to come up here and visit soon and help me make maple syrup? Yep, I'll be. Uh, uh, I'm gonna stop by and see uh, your brother in Hartford there, and then uh, I'll come up like Monday or Tuesday. All right, sounds Ed. good. And uh, Ed Kelly, we have to mention, is uh, he's gonna be on stage in a play, "Anything Goes," at the Berman Center for the Performing Arts in West Bloomfield, Illinois. That is uh, Illinois, uh, Illinois. Michigan. Did I say Illinois? Michigan. Michigan. Excuse me. Yes. West Bloomfield, Michigan. That's Detroit, of course. Yeah. And, uh, and you have a speaking part. You have a speaking part. You actually. Annexed. What's that? <laughs> it's been annexed. Got it. Yeah, Trudeau sent troops in. That's sure. right. Uh, and you're actually the first person on stage. Isn't that right in that play? I am the first person to utter, yes. Okay. Eli or Elisha Washington, yes. If someone wanted tickets, what, what should Anything. they do? They should go to the Berman Center for the Performing Arts. Uh, just Google it. It'll come West up. Bloomfield, Michigan. Correct. And, uh, and I can't wait. I wish I could fly out there and see you. It's this weekend, right? And it's March. It begins March third. This is Tech Week. Oh, Tech Week. March third is. Yeah. That's not the weekend, is it? No. What day? 
Uh, Thursday, I'm not, right? I'm not completely sure. Okay. Go to my How calendar and run? find out. If you've got a, if you got a watch, actually, you could find out what day it is quicker than we can. <laughs> it's only about five shows. Okay. Hopefully you know by then because you've got to be there. Yes. It, it's a Thursday night. All right. Remember, you can always email us at the show, show at bobandzip.com. Show at bobandzip.com. We'd love to hear from you. And that's it. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Let me be